Hey everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, today it's time for another Reboot success story. What's Reboot? Well, you'll find out it's a program that we run a couple of times a year with some of the most wonderful plant-based doctors like Dr. Ellen Goldhammer, Dr. Doug Lyle, a wonderful trainer, nutritionist, John Pierre, and myself. And we like to share stories of people that have taken the program and have had success so that it's not just me telling you how great it is. Please welcome Renee Haig. It's so nice to see you again. Hi, Chef AJ. Hi, everybody. I love your shirt. It reminds me, I don't know if you ever heard of the designer Desiguel. It, it's a store that's often at airports and it just, I love it. Yeah, I can't think of the name of it, but I do love it. It's a mermaid and I love water. And it's wow. funny, I just saw the little mermaid. So it's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful, I love things with color. You have very good sense of style. So Renee, yeah, oh, you're so welcome. And thank you for talking to us. So tell us a little bit about your journey with, with your health and weight. Absolutely. Um, I never had a weight problem as a child. And um, in fact, I was voted best figure in high school. And, you know. <laughs> That's <laughs> oh pretty amazing. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And until I um, got married and started having children, which was a total surprise because I'd been told that I would never have kids because of my endometriosis surgery. Um, so the the pregnancy, the first one was such a surprise and that I ended up having two more. Well, I had a 30 year, I gained like a hundred pounds during my first pregnancy. How is that possible? Cause a baby doesn't yeah. weigh a hundred pounds. I know, I don't know. It just, it, you know, I thought that at that time, I was not even vegetarian, and I read that if you ate a lot of protein, it would make the baby's brain really big and good. So somehow, you know, I ate meat with the first one, and that was 1980. And so then for three decades, three and a half decades, I kept having pregnancies where I gained a hundred pounds and I would lose a whole bit about 20 pounds. Well, after three kids, that means you've got 60 extra pounds. And I was so busy raising kids and of course, stressful things happen in life. Um, and in 2005, I was at my was that my, yeah, my top weight was 240 pounds, just in time for Hurricane Katrina that blew my town away, including my house, my mother's, my sister's, anyway, very, very stressful, and here I was feeling my weight um, like, I, like never before, because I had to pick up all this trash and clean up. I had such a big job to do. The library where I worked was closed because it had gotten flooded. So I was just up a creek without a paddle. <laughs> Seriously. Um, yeah, that was 
terrible, but five years later, we had the BP oil spill. And that was, to me, even worse because all the animals. I love the fact that you're, you, you're an ethical vegan. I became an ethical vegan in 1987. And so at that point, you know, because, um, you know, I'd always loved all my animal friends. And then my, my daddy and my grandfather would end up killing them and putting them on our plate. And it traumatized me. But, you know, and so I waked up in 1987. I was like, I'm an adult. I don't have to eat animals if I don't want to. So I stayed, you know, I've never eaten meat. But um, Dr. Lyle has helped me to see being vegetarian didn't do me a lot of good, you know, because I still ate dairy and junk food. And, right. you know, yeah, it's, I was not healthy. You can be a vegetarian with, or even a vegan. Oh my God, I, you can be a, a vegan fever. and be, you can be obese as a vegan. I was. Exactly. Right. So, um, yeah, I, my heavy days, well, I went to work because I have got this voice disorder called spasmodic dysphonia. And so, although I absolutely adore teaching, I couldn't do it. So I went to work at the library in the research, history, and genealogy department. And I buried myself in research. And I thought, well, I'll be on a schedule. I'll lose weight, right? Going to work, finally. Well, no way, Jose, because everybody at the library was obese, maybe 90%. And we even had something called Pig Out Day, which was an <laughs> annual event. Everybody brought their best Southern, you know. I, I used to use so much butter, sugar, flour. I mean, just to make it taste really, really good. And a lot of, if you get a Southern recipe book, or if you've been to New Orleans, you know what I'm talking about. And um, so I just gloried in eating that. And I, I call myself a function, fairly functional obese person because, you know, I was giving programs and excelling at my work at the library. And as mother, I was big earth mother, always feeding everybody's kids. And I wore moon hoos all the time because I, you know, I would, I would occasionally, I mean, I used to be at Mesomorph, you know, I ran, I danced, I, I love all of that. And I lost that because I was obese, but I thought, well, I'll just enjoy being an endomorph. You know? I mean, I did try to lose a couple of times. What kind know? of, so, so I'm trying to get the timeline because world's best, not world's best figure, but high school's best figure. That's quite yeah. an accomplishment. The weight started with each pregnancy. How, how old were you at the time? Yeah, I was like in my, I was 28. Yeah. And, you know, so I had 30 year period where I was just gaining and being earth mother and going through, you know, living down here, living a full life. Um, but at, at one point I said, you know, I've just really got to do something several times. And I had lost weight um, back when I was a lot skinnier by using um, Dr. Atkins, you know, the keto diet. And so that's all I knew. And being a vegetarian, it was 
hard to adapt that. But um, the South Beach diet was, you know, what I lost some weight on and I just made it be vegetarian. I don't know how, but I did lose some weight. And did you keep it off on those programs? That's no, what I like absolutely ask. not. Nothing that I tried and I didn't try very hard to be quite honest with you, but I did try to push away from food and I would lose 10 pounds well, that's that's not a lot when you've got a hundred pounds to lose. So it was I was so overwhelmed. It was like having a black hole inside of me that just the, the magnetic force, the, the gravity was so heavy. And yeah, I think I was just in a trance, really. And um, you know, um, I guess. My my wake up point was after the um, Katrina, then the oil spill. Then I started having pain all over, and doctors couldn't figure it out. And so for nine months, I went to six different doctors. They wouldn't give me pain medicine. I was hurting so bad in everywhere in my ribs and pelvis and my shoulders and I put myself in a wheelchair okay because and went to work and I would just ask people to push me around so finally I went back to my orthopedics doctor he said you have to find what's wrong with me so he said well I'll give you a shot you know a steroid shot and that'll help you with the pain because he said I had sciatica, but when the doctor saw on the scan, because it was CT-guided procedure, oh, I had multiple myeloma, and basically all my bones were like uh, Swiss cheese. They had little holes in them. Anyway, my primary care physician broke the news to me, and she was crying when she told me and gave me no hope and said I had two to four years to live. So um, in that moment, though, it was strange. It was like I, I was 62 years old, and I felt like, wow, I've lived such a rich life. It's okay if I die now. You know, I don't know why. I felt grateful for everything, but I didn't know how I was going to, you know, get through all that. And uh, so I basically had a lot of treatment to get through, which was 2016 and 2017. I came, I, I went out to Houston and lived. And my oldest son kept telling me, Mommy, you need to cut out processed food, you know, long before I was diagnosed with cancer. And I just didn't listen. I don't know why. Um, but then when I had to move to Houston, my oldest son offered to move with me and take care of me. And I'd raised all the kids vegetarian. So they naturally had an inclination, you know, to be a little, they were healthier than me, definitely. And none of them have had a weight problem. But uh, so my son moved in with me no sugar, no salt, um, very much 
much healthier than what I was. So I had that experience. But then when I came home, that was 2018 and 2019, I had to build my immune system back because the treatment that they give you for cancer sometimes is so horrific. They basically burn my bone marrow out. And so I, it was like I died. And then they had harvested my stem cells. They gave me back my stem cells and I started coming back to life. Well, I had to have all of my childhood immunizations. I didn't have an immune system. God knows what my gut bone looked like, you know? So I started learning online, you know, about the gut biome. And um, I did have, I did take an integrative approach to the treatment. So, you know, I thought, oh, if I juice, that'll be great. But my integrative oncologist told me, you know, you're overweight. You need to be careful about the amount of juice that you eat, that you drink, you know, so not more than four ounces a day. And I did see a nutritionist at MD Anderson, but they could never understand my my love for vegetarianism. And, and I just wasn't getting good information. But I was, uh, I started working with a functional medical doctor. She wasn't vegetarian, but she took, I took some tests to look at my gut bone and all those microbes had names. And, and I did, I worked with her on a protocol over a year and I began to get healthier and I was taking supplements because I was so down. But my, you know, my numbers were always so good. I had to, I used to have to go to the doctor every month, then every three months. Now it's every two years because just miracle after miracle, my uh, my blood work is good. No signs of cancer. And it's been seven years. Well, so- amen to that. That is amazing story in itself. And I find it so interesting that the doctors didn't even say anything to you about food at all during your whole treatment, other than not to drink juice. No. And it was only when I, after I'd had all the treatment, because I launched into that, because I knew I needed it. Um, it was when I started studying the type cancer that I had and learning Oh, obesity is a cause of cancer, and particularly with multiple myeloma, the kind that I have. Now, it was also the benzene from the oil company that was pumping out stuff that I live down the street from, and it was just my stress. There, you know, I can't blame it all on that, but I, that's when I said, I've got to lose this fat. I've got to do it. And I started investigating online and found Dr. Frank Sabatino was the first one I found. I listened to his lecture and I thought, this is what I need to do. I need to go vegan. I need to, you know, where can I get help? And he said, you need to listen to Chef AJ. And I thought, Toby and Chef AJ, it sounded like a circus show, no offense. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, thank you, Dr. Frank. And Chef AJ. Okay. So I looked and, you know, then 
I saw you on there and then I looked up who you were and I saw you on the Johnny Carson show playing the flute with your nose. Well, I'm a nose flute player. <laughs> so I thought this has got to be my gal. I've got to listen to her, you know. I say you've heard of nose flute playing before. I played the flute with my nose. I got to see you do that, hon. That's yeah, I will show. I will show. Yeah, God rest you, Mary, gentlemen. Let nothing ding ding ding. I can't believe it. Well, we're we're kindred spirits. People are probably wondering what the heck we're talking about, guys. I'll link to the video what she's talking about because uh, that was way that was many moons ago when I did that. It's been quite a while, but that that's amazing. You but know that yeah, because that drew me in. Well, I'm glad because a lot of people yeah. are nuts. You know, Renee, it's interesting that you mentioned obesity as a, a as linked to cancer because I know Chris Wark talks about that a lot about how that is one of the main preventable, if you will, you know, causes of so many different cancers. Yes, yes, absolutely. And the more I learned, the the um, well, you opened a door for me into a life that I never thought was possible ever. Well, thank um, you. But you know what? I only opened it. You had to walk through. So well, talk about yeah. how you did walk through because, you know, you were an ethical vegetarian and, you know, was it hard for you to change your diet to, because uh, we, we, I don't really recommend a vegan diet. I mean, I do, but I recommend a plant exclusive diet that's free of all kinds of things that a lot of people love, like sugar and flour right. and oil and salt and right. alcohol. So was it hard for you to change? And, and give me a little bit about the time frame. How did you jump into the reboot program first with both feet? Because it's a, it's a 30 day program that for a lot of people, you know, it's depending on where they are in their diet could be daunting. Oh, listen, this changing over is so difficult. And Dr. Lyle, you know, that one of the first things I did was buy this book, um, The Pleasure Trap. And I understood at that point, the motivational triad. And that, you know, it was not my fault that I was obese. It's the food and the hyper palatable food. You know, that freed me up and it made me angry because I'm a person who loves justice and I don't want to be controlled by these corporations that are making money off of my misery. That's, you know, we're kindred spirits again. There's the book that Renee's referring to is The Pleasure Trap and another book that also talks about how we're being manipulated that is, isn't anybody's fault if they're overweight or obese or love junk food. Like books by Michael Moss, for example, Hooked or Salt, Sugar and Fat, yeah. How the Foods Giants Hooked Us. I had the same reaction. It wasn't even about weight. It was like, I'm not going to buy their products because I know that they created them to manipulate my taste buds and brain chemistry. And I wasn't going to give them the, the satisfaction or the money. Yeah, me too. And, you know, I, I'm a reader being a librarian um, and I could go on and on, but, um, you know, just all the different wonderful uh, books that help you psychologically understand this path because no it was not easy it was not easy for me to change but I jumped in and I said I'm gonna try it I'm gonna do it like she says to do it because I wanted to know if it worked because I had a big why that made me cry and we all know what that was just a chapter in my life. It was a long time ago, 
but I want to be, you know, I thought for the first time, you know, I want to be optimally healthy. I want to, yeah, I want to do something that's going to change my life. And I want to be a good example for my children and leave them that gift. So I did, did it as, as you described. But then when the reboot came along, I, I knew I needed it. I'll need the reboot every every time you offer it. What only twice a year? Yeah, twice a year. And you know, it's interesting that you say that because so many people that are doing these interviews this week, like yourself and Susanna and Sally, they've already been successful. And people are like, "Well, why are you taking this weight loss program?" It's not. Re- I mean, it is in a way a weight loss program, but it's it's much more than that. And I think you know, it's like Tony Robbins says, "Repetition is the mother of skill." Most people can't just do something once and then succeed a hundred percent. They, you need to stay in the conversation and, and be with the people that are doing what you're doing to, to support well, you. I mean, it's so incredible because you, you've got it so simplified and you only have to listen to 15 or 20 minutes a day. We and, realized that with a previous program that, that we were giving, you know, especially in today's yeah. TikTok generation where people are watching 30 second videos that right. you can't give people, I mean, an hour and a half to watch videos every day. So you're right that my husband, Charles, is the one that edited the program so that it's very unintended, digestible, small bites that everybody has time for every day. Well, it's good. It's like a mantra. You know, it's like a spiritual program, but on the physical plane. And you have to repeat in order to learn because I didn't get here overnight. I'm going to be 70 this year. When, so, when's your birthday? August 22nd. Oh, wow. That's yeah. amazing. 70. Um, and, you know, to unlearn and to relearn, it's going to take me as long as it's going to take me. You know, I may be taking the reboot twice a year for five years. Then I might think about not taking it. But I mean, it's so cheap if you think about it because you have access to Dr. Lyle, Dr. Goldhammer, JT, and Jeff AJ. You know, you have these three hour Q and A's where you can get all your questions answered with some of the top minds in the world today. I mean, they they are truly have shifted into a different paradigm. Most even psychologists and doctors don't understand what they've discovered. And I think that it's, well, I think it's brilliant and I'm really glad to be part of it. And I I need it. Uh, I need the reboot so much more because the pleasure trap is not something you can beat. <laughs> you can manage it, yeah. You can manage and I, uh, you know, I I found my grooves usually after the reboot. I get into a deep groove, then I start drifting a little bit, you know, and get a little bit lax. But I'm pretty strict overall. But I'm not above falling into the trap. I just did a couple of days ago, um, and I could tell you, you want me to share some of the things that. Make me successful. 
Yeah, absolutely. And we still okay. have to share your photos because you know what they say, a picture is worth a thousand. Oh yeah, pictures. go ahead and yeah. go ahead. let's because people are probably wondering, you know, who this yeah. beautiful lady yeah. and then uh, just... what, you know, what is she talking about? So let me share my screen and we'll pull up your photos. Hopefully you can see those. Yeah, that yeah, best okay. figure high school. There we go. I was a majorette and I marched in front of everybody and That's they had, I wore push-up bra. Of course, I don't have to wear a push-up bra now, but you know, uh, yeah. I can <laughs> that's funny. That That's yeah. that's quite an honor. Best, did, did they put that like in your high school yearbook? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I know. See, that, 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 that's a hard, you got to, you know, when you get an award like that, you got to like live up to it, you know? Oh, I know. It, it was, it was awful. And it made the girls jealous and the guys that I wanted today were the smart guys. Not just, you know, the popular or the football players. And so they were they were intimidated because I also got most beautiful like three years in a row. Oh my God, that's amazing. Well, you're you're, you're from the South, right? You know, that's a that's I'm from the South. And it, oh. I mean they don't do this anymore, thank God. Yeah. It's oh my god. Too much pressure, too much pressure. Yeah. Objectification. I mean, it's one reason I embrace being fat. Because people love me for who I was, yeah. not for how I looked, you yeah. know. And I didn't have guys hitting on me. And yeah. I hated that. Aw. Oh, well, anyway, it's safe. Yeah, I can see this. I love this before and after because you can see, you know, the same beautiful smile, but it looks like quite a bit more weight on the right. Oh, quite a bit. Yeah, that was at my daughter's debutante ball. I did not say yes to the debutante ball, even though I was invited, because already I wanted to use that money to travel. You know, I'm an explorer. And, uh, but yeah, I made it through that debutante ball, but I was so embarrassed. That's when, you know, I had to come out of the library and say, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to get my picture made. And I am so fat. Well, how old were you with the photo on the right? Um, you know, I'm not good at math. Okay. So, All right. How about this? Do you remember how much, I'm not good at math either. How much heavier were you in the photo on the right? Oh, I, I was 230 uh, pounds, at least 230 pounds. Wow. And on the left, I'm 115. Oh my God. That's, that's actually double. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, that's incredible. How, how tall are you, Renee? Five, five and a half, almost five, five, five and a half. Yeah. That's exactly my height. Oh my yeah. goodness. Another thing we have in common. I know. That's amazing. Wow. I love that transformation that you've made. And we love Boss Gags and Victor Frankel. They're Victor Frankel, two of my yeah. favorite people. Oh, I'd love to see Boss Gags in concert if he comes they anywhere do. near me. So yeah, yeah, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, you know, these pictures are so important because when people look at you now, they're like, yeah, what is she talking about? But you were double. You were you were yeah. two at one point. And, you know, I had destroyed all my photos because I didn't want anybody to, you know, I didn't want history to see me that way. But then when my mother-in-law died, she had a bunch of albums. And by that time, I was in your program. I was in the reboot. And I was like, yes. I've got some pictures, you know, because yeah. it's a 
pressure to be able to look back and to share these yeah. to lead I mean, the transformation. Yeah. This really it, I think I think it's great guy. because a lot of yeah. you know, like today with all the influencers, they're they're they a lot of times document their weight loss journey. We we didn't know that this was a story we were ever gonna have to tell. So, like you, I never wanted my picture taken, you know. <laughs> exactly. And you know, this I lost weight so slowly, AJ. And knowing that you lost weight slowly. That's that's the and, truth. People want it, want it fast. You know, I was so happy. To lose one pound a month, I know. sometimes two, maybe three, but mainly one pound. That that was just it kept me going. People don't want to hear that. They're they were looking for no. a quick fix. The problem no, with quick fixes is they a, generally this don't is last. A in way of not sustainable. It is want, not a weight loss. Yes, would I love to go to True North and fast? But no. I won't even go to True North until I get to my ideal weight. Nice. Because it's not about that. Yeah. You know, and oh, it's just, there are just so many benefits. Weight loss is just one of yeah. them. Well, you know, a lot of people do lose weight quickly. Some people do actually, especially men, but it took me 27 months. That's more than two years to lose the 50 pounds that I've now kept off for over 10 years. And other <sighs> methods that I did quickly resulted in, you know, the quick, I feel the quicker that people lose it often, the quicker they gain it back, but I didn't gain it back. Not a pound. Well, I'm going, um, on three years and I've lost 50 pounds because I had lost, some uh, because of my cancer treatment, you know, and I, I was making some changes and losing already. But when I got on this, since I started working with you and your programming, um, I've lost 50 pounds and I'm not even through losing, you know, because wow. uh, I don't know where I'll land. I know you never do. Nobody does unless they, yeah. unless they stop doing what they were doing. I mean, I had to go buy new clothes. I, I gave my old ones away. Yeah, that's a good point. Cause I, I, I did the same thing. I kept one fat piece of clothing just for proof. Right. But otherwise, the minute I went down from I was like 16 to 14 to 12 to 10 to 8 to 6 to 4. And every time I gave it yeah. away. Yeah, that's that's what I'm practicing because it's just a thing. Because mm -hmm. I, mean, I think the people that I keep all the different money, stuff. I have good taste in clothing and I buy nice. You do. You, yeah, you do. You know, I think I think when you keep them, the larger sizes, there's too much of a temptation to, you know, because then you always have something that fits. Yeah, but yeah. I don't like the way all that other food. I'm neuroadapted. I'm so glad that my neural circuits are flexible, you know, to learn that you can change the chemistry in your brain. And, and in, in your, your taste body. buds, too. That's the and thing. It's like, gut. you know, I, I, I know. I remember listening to Dr. Furman like 15 years ago and he would say, you know, because he basically eats the way we eat. He might eat more nuts and more fat, but he, you know, it's the same basic principles, whole food plant exclusive, you know, without sugar, oil and salt. And he goes, you know, you can actually learn to prefer the taste of healthy food. And, you know, I didn't eat vegetables for 43 years. And when I don't get them now, it's like, where are the vegetables? You know, I, I crave them. What yeah. You have? Oh, look at all the books you have. Bravo. My books. Nice. Good I've reading. I've got your books. I've got Kathy. Yeah. I've got 
I, I probably ordered too many books. <laughs> we appreciate you know, that. I try to stick with John McDougall, yep. the Star Explosion, Happy Fisher. Renee, this picture that's on the screen now, it almost looks like it was taken on a cruise. Oh, no. Um, we live on the Gulf of Mexico, and so we do do not cruising. We've got three different boats, and we go out to our here and get on the boat and just go out, you know, six or seven miles uh, to these beautiful islands. So, but then when hurricanes come, it's like I'm living on the edge of the abyss and I have to be willing to let all this go. You know, all, the, all these are just things because I've been devastated and lost everything before. Mm. And so... You know, I've thought about moving and I don't know. You, it looks I'll like you never live. lost your smile though. Cause even in your heavy pictures, look at the smile. Well, you're, you're right. I, I think I call myself a functional obese person. Like I said, I took some comfort in my fat. Guys weren't hitting on me. Women had to like me for who I was, you know? And, and so yeah. I don't know, I guess. It was part of, it's just part of my story. Yeah. My big mama, part of my story. But um, yeah, this the top picture is me with my sister. It was the day that I found out I was, that I had cancer. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was 62 in that picture. I had long, dark hair. What, what, did that, what was that like for you? Like the doctor actually said, you have cancer? Oh, What's I that? felt like a fire. It's like just, shock, isn't it? Yeah, it's such a shock. You're just, you, you, you're hearing it, but you're not hearing it. it, it you don't want to believe it. You, no, but, but then I had this gratitude. Like I said, what a gift. Really? Yeah. Really? I had this gratitude about how much life I'd experienced. And that if it was my time to go, it was my time to go. Wow. It seems like you you approach everything with an amazing attitude, whether it's well, reboot or cancer or anything, uh, you know, hurricanes. Yeah, hurricanes. Yeah. That was a hard one. I screamed bloody murder when I came home and saw everything destroyed. Mm -hmm. Believe me. You know, I you have that, to agree. On the lower photo, that's Colleen. She's taken the program before and had great success. Your hair's fabulous now, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It, I was so glad it grew back silvery and I don't have to dye it anymore. Yeah, beautiful color. Yeah. You know, you carried a lot of weight up here and that went away, you know? Right. And, and I still got some in the middle, but yeah. you know what? I am so dedicated. I'm looking forward to the next reboot because I know that it will put me on the straight and narrow. And when I, when I eat, um, like I like to make tofu dressings and some nuts for my dressings, but I keep my nuts stored in the devil's refrigerator, which is out on our front screened in porch. Because when I made the change, I cleaned my kitchen and there's nothing in my kitchen that is off the program. It's, but I occasionally get the nuts and make a dressing. So I know if I cut out the nuts and the maybe just poo-poo every now and then, just cut out some of the fat. And, you know, I have to eat my starch targets 
and I can only get Japanese sweet potatoes in New Orleans. So I have to drive a couple of hours. Hey, it's worth but it, babe. It's worth it, honey, <laughs> because I've got my air fryer, you know, my Breville. And the first thing I bought was my Vitamix. Critical. Absolutely. Those are the two. If I could simplify it, I bought way more than that. But the Vitamix and the, the air fryer. I love this air fryer so much. And um, I love my salads. I love batch prepping. You know, I, I've got so much in that refrigerator that I can just pull out of the freezer or the refrigerator. And I cook every day. And I love the food so much. It is just, you know, it. But you know how adapt. I guess it takes a couple of, maybe a couple, maybe a month. Um, but I will just eat something that I've made, and I think it, it tastes like the best thing in the world. And I'll say to my husband, who's not on this program, but by the way, he's lost thirty pounds and is very much there, and he will occasionally watch your lives with me and Aww. he's very proud of me and so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't jump totally into it he's right now he's 71 and oh yeah we have an apartment in the back of our home that got eaten up by termites I mean it wasn't just a few little boards the whole thing had to be turned down and he's rebuilding it with another carpenter and he's climbing on the roof kind of scares me but you know uh he's healthier because of what i'm doing that's great so so he's he's doing this like incidentally <laughs> yeah he retired but um he just is trying to make our money go further and he knows you know he's done a lot of he's a firefighter a union activist and um, he's got a degree in psychology because he had to live with me for 40 years. It's you know, <laughs> probably why he had to get that degree. It's good. So you don't have to make two meals then. That's the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. And he has his little meat in the packages. I try to get him to not get something with nitrates in it. And he used to always bring meat to the table. But he doesn't do that much anymore. I've noticed. That's great. That, you know, yeah. It's just being brainwashed. You think you need all that protein. And if you don't get your protein, you're going to, you know, drive. Yeah, the thing away. is, is you make it work anyway, which is important because people go, but my family, my husband won't do this. It doesn't matter. You do you. No, you do you. I do me. That's, that's it. Th um, this photo is so interesting because it's a side shot, which we don't get a lot. And it really right. shows your girth and how, yes. tiny, and how tiny you actually are. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Look at you. Yeah, I probably need to give that shirt away because it's too big, <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> it is cute. Oh, yeah, that's really neat. Okay. Oh, that's, that's you probably, I'm guessing the no hair was after chemo. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And that is when I was so glad to be alive 
and I was starting to get out more and I'd lost a little weight just because of the chemotherapy, but I was still, you know, uh, when I started, when I found you, I had gone from 240 or maybe 250 uh, down to a hundred um, and I mean, 210. So, you know, I, I would lose and gain 10 pounds uh, until I found this program and found the reboot and started really just religiously following what you said to do. I'm the kind of person that if I'm going to try something, I'm going to, you know, I try to pay attention and, and just do an experiment. You know, this is not going to be forever. But when I kept losing, even though it was slow, slowly, um, people started saying, my goodness, you look wonderful. And I think it was first you get this glow from eating all the vegetables. And I then well, that, that I agree with. I mean, the skin, you know, yeah. I don't do anything to my skin other than avoid the sun. And right. that has made the biggest difference eating a high antioxidant diet with vegetables. Oh, yeah. Not just fruit, yeah. but vegetables. There's something yeah, magical the, about you know, the, the magical in the, the gut biome. Like mm -hmm. I, I consulted with Dr. Frank Sabatino and with Dr. Doug Heil. And it's amazing to me how little you have to pay to follow this lifestyle and to have the opinions of these doctors. I mean, I do Zoom meetings, have done Zoom meetings with both of them. And Dr. Sabatina mainly told me, Renee, you need to eat more greens. And I thought, well, I said, all I do is eat vegetables. But I listened and so no, I started eating more greens. I do the vegetables for breakfast and I love to steam my kale with mushrooms. Sometimes I put a little uh, marinated tofu, mainly within, with turmeric and um, mushrooms and onions. And that mm. is so delicious. And like, and I make my own um, broth, veggie broth from my scraps. So, and when you said, you just love the pot liquor off those greens. I do. I actually, oh, read, I was drinking it right before said, me. You said, I like it better than coffee. And I thought, now that's a it's, weird girl. I and didn't know it was called liquor. hot liquor until I spoke in New Orleans. I, I called it yeah. vegetable broth. Yeah. But hot liquor, well, I, that sounds so much more fun because then you get to drink liquor. Liquor, I know. know it's so I, I was a big pot liquor, right? Uh, this photo in the in the in the in the flowers that's really just beautiful just you know i love that that's such a you. great photo and look at look at the difference in the bathing renee you were you were very large at one point yeah yeah i was and you know like i said i was a functional fat person i never was the kind that said oh i can't go out in the boat to the islands yeah because i'm too fat i just went on you know but you must feel so much better. I don't mean just about yourself, but I mean just physically in your body to have released that oh, weight. Oh, man. I mean, there's just nothing that I can say except, wow, I can move. I can walk. I mean, I, you know, when I came back from treatment, I could barely get 
down to my street. And now I'm walking three to five miles every day. I only take off a day. Um, I can dance. I can do all the physical things. Yeah. I could twirl a baton and be a majorette again if I wanted <laughs> looks to. Like, looks like you're blowing bubbles in that photo. I, I am. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it just, I still feel heavy in my middle. And so I know I'm going to lose that as well. Yeah. Uh, and but, you know, even if you didn't, because we nobody knows, it just you have to acknowledge how far you've come and how great you look and how good you feel. And that's the thing. Nobody knows the end of the story because it hasn't been written. Yeah, you're so right about that. And yeah, yeah I thought about not sharing my story. Well, we appreciate you doing that because especially because like you say, you're going to be 70 and I love talking to people that are even older than me because people that have suffered with their weight generally have suffered a long time, like you did, you know, mm -hmm. and, and tried many things and have given up hope. And I think when they say, see people that are their age or older, like you or Esther Loveridge, you know, that did it actually in their 60s and 70s, they realize that the that they, they can try again if there's hope, you know? Oh, yeah. Were you at a renaissance fair here or something? No, 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 no. Part of my job at the library was to make history come to life. And I'm particularly, my specialty is colonial history. <laughs> you look like and Marie Antoinette. On the right, I thought you were maybe Marie Antoinette. No, no. Marie-Louise Dupont, my fifth great-grandmother. But uh, we have a colonial property in the town that I live in. And my grandmother was a curator for 40 years. The lady that I moved back to town to take care of. So I knew all the stories. So when I got to the library, this is, you know, I started doing cemetery tours and making all of these dead people come to life to tell stories and uh i love that and now i can fit into the costumes again i don't just have to you know let other people play the parts even with my voice being dystonic i will put on and just well, to me, it just sounds like you're breathy. It sounds to me like you're yeah, just kind of, you know, well, I mean, that's how well, I'm hearing it. Like I've got the abductor type that doesn't respond to the Botox injections. It's more rare, but it's breathy. Yeah, the that's what I, to me, it just sounds like you're, you know, breathy. Like, yeah. like an actress. Just, right. just yeah. So yeah. I think, yeah. I think you sound great. Well, oh, look, you're here with Dr. Frank. I know. I, that um, the first year I had a, a buddy in uh, one of your programs at the time. And she said, why don't you go to N NHA, National Health Association? And it was literally a week before the conference, but I just decided to go. And so on the left was my first year. And of course I got to meet Dr. Frank. And then I went the next year in 2000, um, 22 so that's 2021 2022 and i'm actually going this year i'm looking for because i you know you get to see all the all of your heroes i got to get dr goldhammer to sign my book and i met dr jen Hawk. 
in 21 and pitch here they're having um take a hauling gamble that's when i decided to go ahead and go on my way to rancho yeah that's great it almost looks like dr frank lost weight in the picture on the right too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not that he needed to he's a not that he needed to I love that sweater you're wearing on the right. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, I've lost some weight since that photo. I need to take some new ones because um, I keep losing. That's the amazing thing. I know. Like I said, the story's not written. Well, yeah. that might be the last photo. So I'm going to stop sharing yeah. and get back full screen. You know, tell us, you know what people want to know? What do you eat? What do you eat? What do you eat, Renee? Yeah, okay. So I told you about my greens for breakfast. That's a must. And, you know, you, you say, well, there's second breakfast is oatmeal. But usually when I, I, I put the, make good pot liquor and drink it in my greens and I put mushrooms and onions and, and mainly kale, but I do other kinds of greens as well. And sometimes I even roast vegetables for breakfast. But my go-to is the um, steamed in my Instapot kale. Then for lunch, um, and usually um, I have three meals a day, but one of them is big and the other one is small. And the big one is the big salad. And lately I've been air frying my Brussels sprouts and my broccoli in the air fryer. And it makes them taste so good. Put those in the salad. And I try to see how much variety I can get in my salads. You know, I can include beans, grains, every vegetable that you can imagine. I can be so creative. And then we have so many different dressings and I have the California balsamics. I'm always stocked up on well, them. We're getting two more bottles for being on the show. Just so Oh you my goodness. <laughs> oh, this one right here, this wild huckleberry. Yeah, that's one of the newer ones, huckleberry, yeah. Yeah. I love to take Brussels sprouts and grapes and leeks, chopped leeks, and roast them in a fourth of a cup. We marinate them in that, and then you roast them, and it's so delicious. For people that don't like vegetables like I was 20 years ago, roasting them is a game changer. Well, uh, Balsamic oh, vinegar I is love, a game yeah. changer. Oh, I love, oh, and I've got so much energy then I started a vegetable garden. So now I'm picking tomatoes and zucchini and okra from my yard. And it's so nice. I, I wouldn't have had the energy to do that when I was so heavy. But back to what I eat. Um, so I do the big salad. Then I do, I always have uh, red lentil chili, um, your cauliflower bisque and then I make something called Caribbean stew that um, I've worked on a recipe I've developed and I always have those in the big super cubes in my freezer uh, and then I, I usually have 
red beans and rice or some kind of stew or um, stir fry. I mean, there's just endless number of things that you can do with all this food. You just have to, and it depends on what looks good at the store. Uh, sometimes I watch your lives and one of the guests will have a good recipe and I'll just get inspired and say, I've got to try that recipe. So then I'll have to go to the store and get the ingredients. But I had to go through in the spices and get all organic spices. And then I've got organic food, mostly. Um, so there's so much to choose from. I just try to be creative and let it flow. But it, I do better when I keep it simple. Yep, I, I hear that a lot. And me if too. I get under a little stress or have a lot to do, like I do with this big project, I can just eat a baked potato and broccoli. Like one of my favorite meals. You know, I want to ask you about the reboot program. What are your favorite parts? Because you mentioned that the bite-sized modules were helpful. A lot of people like the monster Q&A sessions that we do with Dr. Lyle and Dr. Goldhammer that last about three hours. Did you find those beneficial or did you like the community support that you uh, from being in the private group? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. The three hours goes by really fast. Because everything that they're saying is like gold. It's like money for gold. And then the people that you get to know that are in the community that go to your lives and get into the chat, uh, people that I met at NHA that follow your programs, um, I have made some of the best friends that I could ever imagine. And I, I need that. I need that support hurt because here in the deep south on the Mississippi Gulf Coast in New Orleans, uh, oh, yeah, uh, when I go out to eat, I have to be really careful, but I've learned you call the chef and say, I'm under doctor's orders, and I can't have sugar, salt, oil, or flour, but I do eat vegetables, and I, you know, and they're just, oh, sure. You know, if you eat at a nice restaurant, they will do that. But you have to make the effort. I goofed up the other day and didn't do that. And so I got some oil and salt in my food. And I just, you know, it was just, um, I just had to be super careful the next day and course correct right back, get up on my kale and start being really strict again. Um yeah, because just I don't go out to eat much at all anymore. I, I used to do that. I, because I, 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 lived to, I lived moved to a place now that the restaurants yeah. accommodate us with a salt uh, and sugar free. Hopefully, uh, someday. I might move out there. No, well, I, you know, for community, it'd be worth it. Renee, you've inspired so many people, I'm sure, by your story, not just because of being a cancer survivor, but having being an obesity survivor and you have an amazing attitude, but so many people have given up hope that they could ever be successful in this arena. What would you say to them? And maybe if they're on the fence about taking the reboot program. Wow. I would recommend anybody who is listening to this or who has any kind of precancerous condition or tissue, take the plunge and try this lifestyle. 
You will be so happy you did. Your internal audience will be singing your praises every day and you will gain true self-esteem. You know that you listen to Dr. Lyle by those words. Even in all of um, the tough times that we have in life, like hurricanes and cancer and and BP oil spill, um, when you eat this way, you get a calm, stable brain. And so you can go through that much more easily. And then, you know, it's it's really nice to get compliments again and to be able to get into some beautiful, uh, more attractive clothing. You know, that's just lanyap, as we say down here in, in New Orleans. Yeah, lanyap. Um, it will change your life. It's so worth every penny that you invest in yourself because self-love and self-care has got to be number one. Number one, before pleasing your family, your friends, all of that. I used to be very codependent, come from an alcoholic family who were wonderful and I love them and I forgive them for everything but yeah you you have to do you have to become who you are you have to be true to yourself and um feel so good about not eating animals Renee thank you so much this has been just very inspiring if do you have a blog or any social media presence if people want to connect with you more no I don't not at this I think it's time to start one oh well thank you very much (laughs) because now that you're on YouTube I I am still I still have training wheels on you know I'm learning I'll be at see you in the next reboot I can't wait if you guys want to be with Renee please please join. The information will be below. And thanks for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow for another fabulous show.